Welcome to the, the Youth, youth ministry, ministry in Motion podcast. The number one youth ministry podcast on the planet. The show that keeps you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. Now, here's your host, author, speaker, and trainer, Paul Turner. What's going on, youth workers? I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you're killing it out there in the youth ministry world. Hope that everything's good with your family. I hope the storms of winter have not overtaken you. I, I just hope that you're well. I hope that everything is good with you. And if it is, then praise God. If it's not for some reason, uh, I am terribly sorry. I'm sorry that you're cold. I'm sorry your car won't start. I'm sorry for ice and snow and all those things in your area. And listen, I'm not immune here in Birmingham, Alabama. I, I mean, it's in the 30s, basically, last week. We had snow. We had ice. And for those that don't know, I uh, deliver HVAC uh, materials, sheet metal and air conditioning supplies and whatnot. And I was out in it, so I can feel uh, your emotions about the winter time. Uh, but I don't mind winter. I don't really mind it. I, I kind of like the cold a little bit. It makes me feel alive. And uh, I know some of you are just shaking your heads and Paul, you was crazy. Listen, I grew up in New York, so snow is a thing. But I also lived in Florida for 20 some odd years. So I love the warm. So I find this balance, you know, between the hot and the cold. I kind of just go with it. All right. It's time for the motion metrics. Find out who's listening to the podcast. And our cities this week are Indianapolis, Kernersville, and Mountain Grove. So all of those, thank you. Welcome in to the podcast. I'm glad that you're here. Uh, the countries that are represented this time uh, being tops in the listening here is the UK and New Zealand. So I want to welcome the countries as well. Thank you folks for listening and being a part of the program. So we're going to talk about in this episode, we're going to talk about career advice because tips and tricks and youth ministry stuff is important, but so is your life. So is your career, those things. And we want to talk about updating your resume and when you should up your, update your resume, because that's kind of an important thing. If you're considering changing churches, sending out some floater resumes to kind of see, you know, what your value is on the market, all that kind of good stuff. And, you know, Prayer is super important in this. It's not just, you know, carnality of, of wanting to move on. And we're going to get into some of those reasons today because that's really what it boils down to. There, there's times and seasons, right, where you're going to feel strongly uh, about whether it's your time to move on or not. And that's what we're going to kind of explore. We're going to look at the reasons and how you can proceed moving forward. Before we jump into it, I do want to say to those of you that are, are listening, Indianapolis, uh, Kernersville and Mountain Grove. I don't know where those are at, but I would love to hear from you. And the way you could do that is by joining our Facebook group. You just go to facebook.com slash youth ministry in motion and you answer a few questions and then uh, you get to come in and chat a little bit. And I understand, look, I understand maybe some of you have gone and you looked at the questions and said, wow, they, they have questions. They're going to ask me questions to see if I can join. Yes, because it's, it's not designed for lurkers. It's designed for those who want to engage with the conversations we have here on the podcast, whether it's about your resume or we talk about, you know, you and your battlefield. And we talk about things. This is, this is not for lurkers. This is for hardcore people who says, look, I want to listen to the resource. I want to get my tips and ideas, 
but I still need some fleshing out. And that's what the group is for. So don't be afraid of the questions. It's not, nobody's going to, nobody's going to kick you out immediately just because you're not, you know, joining in on the conversations or things like this. But we ask you to make a commitment right at the very beginning. So you know what kind of group this is. We're asking for engagement. We want your questions. We want you to engage with other youth workers. You know, when we talk about the topics on the podcast, so don't be afraid of those things. Just jump in and say, look, I'm going to go answer these three little questions and then time to move in and and get comfortable in the Facebook group and get to meet some folks. I'll put a link down in the show notes and I look forward to seeing some of you from Indianapolis, Kernersville and Mountain Grove because I want to know who you are and I want to know where these places are and you can do that there in the Facebook group. So let's go ahead and jump into our topic for the day, which is uh, serious, four serious signs youth pastors like yourself should update your resume. These are important. So there's times I imagine where you're sitting in front of your computer and you're, you're asking yourself, should I, should I be updating my resume? And usually you're sitting there thinking about what's going on in the church and maybe it's during a downtime. And you know, the advice I was always given was don't make big decisions in down moments, right? So you may be in a down moment. You may be, have gotten chewed out or you may have all those things. And the question arises that maybe I should be updating my resume. Well, maybe, maybe not. Don't, don't make big decisions in, uh, in those down times because they're, they're not going to serve you well. It's best to calm down and let things settle and then be prayerful about it and kind of discern the moment. But there, yes, there are those times where you're asking, should I update my resume? And the answer is yes, really, regardless of the situation you're in, you know, but that doesn't mean you're looking to quit or move on. It just means, look, it's time to update the resume. You've achieved things, you know, every six months, according to Indeed's guide to updating your resume, you should revisit your resume twice a year, especially if you're currently employed. If you're out of the job market, but currently seeking work, you should refresh your resume as often as possible and as soon as anything occurs that may make you a more competitive candidate. And, uh, you know, you can, things can happen every six months, every six months. Maybe you've started a blog, you started a podcast, you, uh, you know, wrote some curriculum, you, you know, there's other things you're doing. You've got a promotion, you've, you know, whatever that may be, it's good to update the resume just so you can be keeping track of the things that you've accomplished. Now, beyond the twice a year, I would say there are signs you should be updating your resume if you've not done that already. And the first one is uneasiness with the direction of your church. When I left my first church, it was due to the fact that the church had made a turn that I wasn't prepared for. And to be honest with you, it was completely out of immaturity. On my part, God was doing some things and I didn't recognize it. I, it was kind of things happening in our midst and I, I just wasn't, I wasn't prepared for it. It's silly, but the church was in revival and we had canceled most of our youth meetings on Wednesdays for an extended period of time so that the youth could be in the revival meetings. Now, listen, I was young and felt like that, you know, if we weren't having youth meetings, then I'm not doing youth ministry, completely immature. I know that. But when I started uh, to, you know, I started to entertain other options at that point because I was like, listen, if I'm not going to do youth ministry here, uh, I need to move on from where I'm at. And, uh, and I just read about a youth pastor who, who's leaving his church and his pastor told him, we'll never hire another full-time youth pastor. And that's pretty, that's a pretty sharp shift that was likely coming for a very long time. 
So things change within your church direction-wise that can catch you unaware. And it could be a God thing, like I was going through, or it could be this kind of slow drift away from youth ministry itself, where the church no longer either believes in having a youth ministry or doesn't feel it's functional or, you know, something like that. And and those are, you know, both two scenarios you look at and you have to discern, you know, am I, you know, in the moment of revival here? I mean, is there something I'm missing that God is doing? Or am I part of a church that no longer believes in what I'm doing as a youth pastor and what we're doing uh, in a, you know, as a youth ministry? And so if you sense trends in ideology and philosophy being, you know, put into practice within your church from your leadership, from your pastor that you're not comfortable with, well, you might want to dust off that resume and begin to update it. You know, in another church I served at, discipleship was really an afterthought. The service and the preaching became the primary place of learning. And discipleship's in my DNA, if you didn't know that. And that's why I have a website called The Disciple Project, uh, is because it's it's just ingrained in me that there's more than just a preaching in a service and doing discipleship by some sort of osmosis process uh, in the worship and, and in the Sunday morning service. So I knew then from that point, it was my time to move on. So updating resumes according to what you're seeing within your congregation is perfectly acceptable. Keep an eye on programming shifts and what is becoming important to the church. You know, pray through and just lay it before the Lord. If it doesn't sit well with you, maybe it's time for a conversation on where the church is going and how you see your part in it or not in it. And that's perfectly acceptable. It's it's time to do that when you, when you sense those things happening. The second sign that it's time to go ahead and start updating your resume is with philosophical or doctrinal disagreements. One of the pastors I served essentially re-preached another pastor's sermons. He would read the book and then preach that book, basically, a chapter a week. And that really rubbed me the wrong way. There's, there's nothing wrong with borrowing from somebody else's sermon. I believe in attribution. I believe in uh, letting people know where you got the resource from. Uh, but I, I just found it egregious to me philosophically that we're going to read another guy's book chapter by chapter uh, because of whatever reason. I, I We never got into it. We never really discussed it because it was, it was probably a delicate subject, maybe. I, I just did said, look, I'm just not even going to do it. And there was nothing in the book that was doctrinally wrong. It wasn't, you know, talking about the, you know, it wasn't against the deity of Christ or the authority of God's word. But there just seemed to me a disconnect in what what he and I believed about uh, the Christian life. And, you know, everything that was being preached was so high and lofty, almost unattainable to the normal saint. The philosophy or doctrine of super sainthood, where believers can attain and live in the runner's high of faith, just made no sense to me. Not only did it not make any sense to me, but it, it didn't make sense to the students that I served. So clearly, if you or your pastor's theology begins to shift, you should consider having that conversation to make sure you can still do kingdom work together. If you feel like you're always having to make excuses for your pastor, as I sometimes did, to your students, or to have to explain messages that leave students with more questions than answers, then maybe it's time to reevaluate you know, your resume and, and kind of where you're at. The third sign that I would say it's time to update your resume is if you're in constant 
power struggles. Who is in control? That is the essence of a power struggle. Who has control of the budget? Who sets the direction for the youth ministry? I have to admit, in most of the youth uh, pastorates that I've served, I had tremendous amount of autonomy, but I know that's not the experience of many of you who might be listening. Power struggles could look like someone undermining your efforts, and this could be the pastor, or it could be your volunteers, a committee, parents, or even your students. Power struggles, like an uneven contest of tug of war, eventually wears you down, leaving not much energy to lead. Gary Zukav says a power struggle collapses when you withdraw your energy from it. Power struggles become uninteresting to you when you change your intention from winning to learning about yourself. And that's a good motto to have, that if you're in a power struggle right now, maybe just quit struggling. Maybe just kind of lean into whatever's going on. And once again, if there's something setting wrong in your heart and something just setting wrong in your spirit, you're going to know this. But being in the power struggle is not going to be effective for you long term because eventually, you know, more people are each side is trying to gather enough people are on their side of the, the tug of war rope to pull the other people into the mud. And the and sometimes the best thing to do is just let go of the rope and say, I am not struggling anymore. I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm going to minister to kids. I'm going to love students. I'm going to preach the gospel, all these things. And, you know, once you release the rope, guess what? There's a lot of stress that goes off your off your life. So if you find yourself in that scenario and you just let go of the rope, sometimes you just say, look, I'm going to let go of the rope and then I'm going to look at my resume and then I'm going to do a deep soul search here to say, look, is this where... I'm supposed to be. The fourth sign that you should be updating your resume is a lack of ministry growth. If you're like me, you're quick to blame yourself for the failures of the youth ministry. You may say it like this, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not talented enough. And sometimes ministry growth feels like a 10,000 piece puzzle and you just can't put the pieces together. And this may be true, but listen, it, it, it may only be true at the current church you serve. It may be a very difficult puzzle that you can't solve. Some puzzles, are like churches, are easier to solve in some way. Some churches just make it hard to grow a youth ministry because they don't want certain kinds of kids. They want a group just for their kids, or they don't have a growth mindset for kingdom work. And in addition to all the, the three signs that I mentioned earlier about power struggles or difference of philosophy, all of those things, you know, can lend itself to the lack of ministry growth. And you begin to just beat yourself up. But listen, before you start blaming yourself, consider all the obstacles you face and decide whether it's your lack of initiative or their lack of vision that's holding things back. Both are valid. One of these things you can change and the other one will take lots of prayer and patience if you want to stay at that church. Now, let me offer one bonus tip here. And that is the sign of lack of personal growth. Your lack of personal growth is a valid reason to update your resume, but it shouldn't be an excuse to leave your church. If you're not being challenged and have become spiritually stagnant, uh, be careful that you're not excusing yourself from the very situation that could bring you the most growth personally. There are two ways you're going to grow. The first way is trouble, conflict, 
or life ministry disturbances are growth accelerators. The disciples learned more about themselves and the Lord in a boat on a stormy sea than if they were sitting on a mountain hearing him teach. Growth through trouble is inevitable if we receive it as such. We can't just look at trouble and say it's messing up the ministry. Trouble can be very useful in your personal growth. Now, the second way you grow is failure. Trying new things and failing leads to new perspectives. Failure in youth ministry is inevitable. Just don't keep making the same mistakes over and over. You learn your lesson and you move on. Now, before you use personal growth, and I put that in parentheses there, before you use personal growth as a reason to update your resume, here's three things you should do. First of all, keep a log of the opportunities for growth each challenge affords you and whether you run to them or you run from them. The second thing is take time to pray and discern whether moving on will actually solve anything or whether you're the problem. The old adage of wherever you go, there you are. And the third thing is get counsel from trustworthy people who will share with you which area of life they think you need to grow in. My hope is that you're updating your resume for all the right reasons and not because you have itchy feet or that you're running from these growth opportunities. God cares more about your personal growth in him than he cares about the growth of the youth ministry. There's other people in your life who care more about the growth of the youth ministry than your personal growth. And you have to take ownership of what you can control, which is your personal growth, whether that's like listening to this podcast, reading books, developing a coaching uh, relationship with somebody like myself. I'll put a link in the description below. These are all things that lead to personal growth. So yes, update your resume. Update it twice a year, no matter what, because you're accomplishing things. But also watch the signs that it's time to update the resume. It's never fun to start typing that resume out and, and saying, well, how can I, you know, put some things on here to sell myself to somebody else or, uh, you know, look in hindsight and say, well, where did I fail in this? Listen, it happens. Life change happens. I've, I've had to update my resume my whole life and I'm updating my resume even now, putting things on there like, hey, I now I'm a delivery man for an HVAC company. You know, I'm, you know, updating my resume to show, look, I have a, a, a breadth of experience, not just youth ministry experience, but podcast experience and writing experience and coaching experience. And so I put all this on the resume regardless because it's it's part of my personal growth. And you highlight the areas that you think are going to be best suitable for the position that you're going to be applying for. But you put all that in there because they're going to pick up on something that is going to click for them and it shows them uh, your personality or your hobbies or any of those things. And so I put those things in there. Maybe we should do a whole episode on how to write a resume or how to put a resume together, you know, something like that. If you're interested in that, be sure to go on over to the Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash youth ministry in motion. And let me know what would you like to hear next here on the podcast. Maybe it's about resumes. Maybe it's about small groups. Maybe it's about leadership. Maybe it's about volunteers. I don't know. Come over and tell us about it over there in the group. We have lots of great people uh, just waiting to welcome you there. So come on in and bring your questions and we will do our best to put together podcast episodes that are going to benefit you and your youth mission. Because that's why we're here. We want to motivate you 
and keep your youth ministry moving forward. And if somebody has not told you lately that you're doing a good job, let me be the one to tell you, you're doing a good job. You're a good youth pastor. You love God. You're doing your best. And let me tell you something, you're just going to get better. You're just going to get better at it. Give yourself some time. Don't, don't keep putting yourself down. Give yourself some space. Be patient with yourself. You're going to get better at it. We're going to grow along with you. So that is it for today, guys. I want to thank you guys so much for joining the podcast today. And uh, we will catch you guys in the next episode. You've been listening to the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast with Paul Turner. Visit thedisciplesproject.net to find out more about how you can join the ministry-minded coaching group for bi-monthly coaching sessions that will help you build a successful youth ministry. 